Oh, oh no. no. Oh no. Oh no. Okay. Oh, can mm. Mm. blur my background. That's an interesting option. Oh, that was weird. <sighs> Are you still getting used to your new setup? Is that what it is? I was typing a thing in Apple Notes and Skype uh, pulled focus away from the Notes app into its own app. And as I was typing, those keystrokes are doing something to the <laughs> Skype UI. Yep. And there's John Syracuse. I'm glad you're wearing clothes. Yeah. And the, the, slippers. the letters I typed were A-R-K space A-Q-U-A. So one of those keystrokes apparently turns on video. Oh, that's nice. Accessibility helps everybody. Yeah, well, we don't <clears> like that. <throat> so, yeah. You guys, you guys, do, do you do any shows where you uh, do video while you're recording? Uh, no. Why would I do that? I don't know. I mean, like with uh, Total Party Kill, I think they do video, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, but they have visual, I mean, they have visuals that are important to the thing. Mm -hmm. I, I suppose seeing each other is also important because maybe there's hand gestures. I don't know. But mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I wish it could just be somebody else. I, I don't mind it being video. I just don't want it to be me. Yeah. If I could get like an avatar, as they say. No, you just have a, you know, you'll be on the podcast, but mm -hmm. Tyler Durden will be on the video. Yeah, it's like that uh, thing that makes fart sounds. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi. Hi. The thing that makes... Oh, yeah, it was your deal last week. I'm so sick, John. I'm really out of it. Steganography? I was... We delayed this oh, podcast so you could get better. No, I have a perfect storm. Oh, my God. I got a new mic set up there. Everything's going on here. It's crazy. You just got a, you just got a cold? What's going on? Are you Because you had various sicknesses rotating through the family. What have you got? I've had a uh, rattling chest situation mm -hmm. for uh, about a week mm -hmm. and it's not i keep you know i keep hoping it'll be less bad but it just i'm just i just want to sleep i'll be fine though I'm, I'm very happy to be here with you we have exciting things in our document and i'm gonna try to stay awake all right well, um you know what i've got going on health wise i'm sure no, you'll hear tell about me this. um the my, I've resumed keeping my nosebleed journal. Did we talk about that on the show? Never. Tell me about your nosebleed. Oh my goodness. Tell me everything. So I, I mean, I used to never get nosebleeds other than like getting hit in the face with a soccer ball when I was a kid or something. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, I don't know. Let's see what's starting probably last summer-ish sometime. My theory is that I was using my trusty nose hair trimmer and I got a little too close to the walls of the nose and I snipped off something mm. and gave myself a little cut. Mm. And then from that point on, I kept having every couple of days, it would, you know, my little cut in my nose would bleed. It's always in the same nostril, just that one place where the, the cut was. Um, and then I was like, all right, well, am I dying? I should start keeping track of when these nosebleeds are and if there's any pattern and whatever. So I started keeping track in September and I had nosebleeds on the 14th, 17th, and 20th. Uh, and I, mm -hmm. I logged the time and the uh, the severity. And then they stopped for a couple months. And then I had one in November. And then I had one in December. And then I had one two days ago and then one today. Really? Yeah. So this taking long... I mean, mm. the, the dry weather doesn't help because I feel like it being mm -hmm. dry. And it... They've been very low volume. Like in the beginning when I first cut myself, they were super duper bleedy. Now they're just like a little tiny bit. I really wish whatever this was in my nose would heal. I thought it was totally the same healed. wound? I mean, it's got to be. It's the exact same spot in my That's nose. That's so weird. Yeah. So, you know, I thought 
Many month breaks with nothing, oh. but now in, in the winter with the dry weather, I'm sitting in this room. The past two of them I've gotten while sitting in front of my computer in my, you know, dry, heated uh, winter mm-hmm. home. Well, the dryness has got to be a factor, I imagine. This would be a good use for day one, like where we capture the weather for you too. Yeah, I mean, I don't really, like, I'm not I'm not logging them for the sake of logging them. I'm logging them just to just so I don't just trust my memory to say, is there a pattern yeah. or are they getting worse? To, That's so how to, it like, starts. Visualize. That's how yeah. it starts. Pretty soon no. you're going to be in the sheets with me. I don't know. I, oh, I just, I'm just sitting here thinking, I mean, it's it's top of mind since the past couple episodes, but I'm here thinking, and he's got the nosebleed. He's got the nosebleed. That is so strange to me that you would have the same injury for October, November, December, January, for something like four months is odd. More, more than that, because I just started logging them in September because I'm like, all right, this is got this is getting ridiculous. But then in September, my first logged entry was a low volume one, hmm. and like that, that was like the end of it. I just did three logs and then nothing for months. So I'm like, oh well, I don't know why I was bothering to log that because it just totally went away and it was just that one cut and and then it came back. I mean, it came back in November, December, and January. So stands to reason, you know, dry winter months, right? Hmm. Something doesn't add up. Should be healed by now. That's just that's weird. Yeah, I know. Well, hmm. uh, well, it sucks. Uh, you know, people are going to ask, so I'll ask, uh, how are you maintaining this log? Uh, it's a notes document. Okay. It's like, you oh. know, you can do tables and notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh, okay. All right. It's just because I always have my phone with me, and, you know, I, I do a lot of stuff in Apple Notes. I was looking the other day to see if there was a way I could dump the contents of Apple Notes in, in a series of plain text files, just out of, you know, an abundance of caution. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a way to do that, which is kind of upsetting. It'll probably, there's probably some, uh, wait, hang on. I've run across a way. Export oh, as PDF. Well, there's one that'll do either JSON. There's an app you can get. I'm pretty sure mm. that will do that, but I Whoa. don't think it's very pretty. All right. Well, I, I, love, I would love that app. If you can find that, hmm. let me know and I'll, I'll check it out. Export Apple. Because I'm just always afraid Apple. there'll be some oh, catastrophic yeah. iCloud thing and everything will go away. And I have, I have a lot of, I have increasingly important things in notes. My other, uh, very important document. I don't know if I ever talked about this in the show, but I've had it for a while. Let me look and see if I can see a date on it. Um, you talk about I was uh, refactoring my attic and all that stuff. Yes, I overheard this on a different program too. That you've moved some stuff around up there. Yeah, I mean the whole preparing the way thing involves mm-hmm. things leaving my house. It's just you know it's the whole nine yards, right? And and you know every, the, the big tile puzzle that is the house. If I'm going to move things out of the computer room, they got to go somewhere. If they're going to go somewhere, there needs to be room made for them, and that means things are going to leave. Mostly leaving my attic, going out to donations, going out to recycling, going out to the garbage, all different things. And during the course of that, I'm running across many things, right? I've had this problem for a while where I have stuff all over the place. You know, I'll have something like, oh, the, uh, you know, I got, uh, bought a couple of winter jackets, uh, before the winter season started. And once winter season starts, I'm going to try them for a little while. And if I don't like them, I want to return them. So I got to save these receipts, right? So Mm -hmm. I can return the winter coats. So I'm like, ah, but you know, in the, this is the thing that a young person does, young, being defined as like under 35. You come home from the store, you say, oh, I I should put these receipts. I I, I don't want to throw them out. I want to keep them. I need them later. And you put them somewhere and you're like, all right, put the receipts right here. And then time passes and you wear the jackets and you're like, where did I put those receipts? Mm-hmm. And you didn't, like, when you put them there, my young person brain when I'm putting them there, my eternally, you know, 19-year-old self is like, doesn't give a second thought of like, okay, I'm going to put the receipts here. I don't, I don't even, it doesn't occur to me that I'm not going to remember where I put them because I'm like, I'm putting them right here. Of course, well, you're, you're still I, adjusting. 
Of course I'm going to know where they are. I just put mm-hmm. them there. Of course. And it's like, and it's it's an interesting novel place. Like, it's underneath the thing or whatever. It's like, good. These will be oh, nice and safe here. Yeah. These will be nice and safe because they're in such a weird place. I'm like, yep, the, the, the receipts are under the thing. By the, right. And then when it t- comes time to look at the receipts, you're like, you, you say, okay, now where are those receipts? And nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing. You're like. Obscurity by dementia. Yeah. The yeah. only, the, the, the best recourse I have in those situations is to try to, to do like the repeatability thing where it's like, okay. Forget about trying to remember where the receipts are. Mm-hmm. Pretend you have the receipts now and go put them somewhere. Yep, yep. And and that's like that's the best I can do because me being just a predictable machine at this point occasionally will lead me to where it is, but sometimes not. So I started keeping in a notes document and I started filling this out when I was doing all my refactoring, what I call my squirrel list. Hmm. It's where I squirreled away all sorts of crap. Oh, I see. Okay. Huh. So, and I couldn't quite decide how to organize it. I could organize it by item saying this item is in this location but in the end i decided to organize it by location so you know office shelves one one terabyte external firewire 800 hard drive uh black nintendo switch case hmm. <laughs> large and small usb battery pro display xdr cleaning cloth. Is this just in a flat notes file yeah it, hmm. it's, it, but it's each it, there's a sub list so office shelves is a location and then the sub items say like where they are on the shelf, like be- oh. behind the magnet tiles in a Ziploc bag is where the Pro Display XDR cleaning cloth is. I, if you'd ask me where that was now, I'd have no idea, but it's I do want to know where it is. And the idea is that when I when I'm looking for something and say where the hell is the Pro Display XDR cleaning cloth that came with it? Yeah, is it in the box upstairs? Did I take it out of the box and put it somewhere? I'll go to this notes document and just type XDR in the search field. Wow. And it will find it will find the item and I'll see it's in the office shelves. And where in the office shelves? Behind the magnet tiles, mm-hmm. which by the way have to leave our house. Uh in his <laughs> I love magnet tiles. Those are great. We've got a lot of magnet tiles. It's a good toy. It's a good toy. And nobody uses them. So I've been maintaining the squirrel list. Okay. Uh, and it's a very important document to me, which is why I worry about it not being backed up because that's like, oh well, mm-hmm. I don't know where anything is, but I wrote it all down in my handy squirrel list. Up, oh, Apple Notes is gone. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I think that's like probably the most important thing in my notes documents right now. That's so interesting. You really have gone around the bend um, in an old man kind of way that I, I think is really admirable. It takes it takes a lot of uh, self knowledge to realize that that you need a system. It took a lot of like bad things happening. So to give an example, uh, my sister was complaining that she didn't have good Wi Fi in her house, and she complained just that I had as I had purchased uh, the the newer fancier Euro system for my house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'll give you my old Euro system. It's great. Like, you know, she, she just had one access point. I'm like, I just got a new Euro. Let me just give him my old one. And, and it was just like over a holiday or something. I'm like, okay, we'll do that when I go back home. So I go back home. And I did remember that I, I, that I should give her the old Euro. And I'm like, okay, where, what did I do with that old Euro? Like, I had just put it away because I had just replaced it before going on vacation with the new one. Right. And, and I searched. Oh, and man. I searched. And I could not find. That's such a the, horrible feeling. You feel so stupid. It's like a. It was. Yeah. It was. I mean, it was only a couple of weeks before I had done it. Granted, there was a vacation between. But you know, it's a perfectly good era. I just. I. I'm pretty sure it was in the attic somewhere, hmm. and I just could not find it anywhere. And so, I just bought her. <laughs> Wait. So it's in your house somewhere, as far as you know. Well. When I was making the squirrel list and refactoring the attic, I found it and oh. wrote it on the squirrel list. It is in the white list. plastic bag between the PS4 box and the TiVo Premiere box in the attic. Mm-hmm. That's where it is now. So in case I ever want to give anyone else my old Euro system, I know where it is. Hmm. Speaking, I mean, you use that phrase refactoring. Uh, I try to do something similar 
that's a combination of like reorganization combined with a reality check. So um, I'm a big fan of, uh, well, a big part of my organizational world are bankers boxes, project folders, and um, different size Ziploc bags. So like I've got one that's like, you know, uh, Dongletown, right? And that's Mm -hmm. all, it's a little bit hard sometimes to decide, but in a one gallon Ziploc bag, I've got, here's USB-A, USB-C, USB-mini, all the different things like that. Uh, And when that gets too full, I try to do two things. One is I try to say, seriously, do I really need all of these? No, I don't. I'm not Jason Snell. I don't need a, a collection. I can I, I can I can get rid of a bunch of these, but then I also try to think about okay. So then, is there a reorganization that would be smart as well? And we say refactor, almost like the way you uh, you know break a, I want to say like almost on a wiki where you break one page into three pages or something because that's more sensible. And that that's that's been great for me. The only thing better than what you're doing, well, the best thing is to be young and remember everything. Mm-hmm. But it's also nice to have a system that is what's not self-organizing exactly but is self-evident in its organization because you know you could you could drive yourself real crazy with your squirrel list eventually you have to well, move to air table yeah yeah the, the, the real problem is and i ran into this when i was doing some subsequent refactoring is that you have to remember to keep the squirrel list updated so mm-hmm. i was in the attic recently i was cleaning up my son's room he's got a bunch of stuff there i'm like some of this you haven't looked or touched in a long time let's just get this out of there and put it in boxes in the attic um and I did that, and when I was doing that, I was moving some stuff around, and I'm realizing, oh, you can't, like, if I take the Eero and I pick it up from where it is between the PS4 box and the TiVo Premiere box, and I move it somewhere else, I have to write that down in the list. Like, the, the key thing for me is, and the thing that I think that's missing from your system that I would need is, yeah, so you got a bag full of dongles. When you're looking for a specific dongle, where mm-hmm. is the Thunderbolt 2 to 3 adapter? Mm -hmm. I have many boxes labeled dongles and, you know, many bags that that I know have dongles in them, but I need to know where one specific dongle is. So I just want to search this document for Thunderbolt 2 or Thunderbolt 3 and find that it is on on the top office shelf. uh, You know, I I don't have to get more specific than that, but yeah, it's on the very top of the office shelf. And that's where that one is. Mm -hmm. Even though I do have boxes of dongles in the attic, but it's not in those boxes. So don't go get those boxes and rummage through them and realize it's not there. A uh, question, uh, I want you to abstract the specific question, but the specific question is, what if, for example, the magnet tiles do leave your house? Do you then update the squirrel list? Or will you just, because here's the problem with the system, and this is a very John Syracuse point, if I may say so, is like if, you, if you're trusting your brain to remember where the magnet tiles used to be, you've already broken your own system. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's, I mean, that's that's inherent in the locating of items. I mean, I don't just have the magnetiles. I also say they're on the office shelves, right? Uh-huh. I think moving the item itself is worse because the relative things of like, it's near this thing or whatever, the attic is where that's the most useful. Because if I just say it's in the attic, that's not helpful. It's a big place and it's scary up there, right? But if it's mm-hmm. like on a shelf or I told it what shelf it's on, if I move everything else around it, I'll still find it as long as it itself is still on that shelf. Like I need, what I need to say to have is like a, an area of interest says mm-hmm. office shelves. Maybe things have moved since I wrote this X number of years ago, but if I didn't move the thing, it's still somewhere on these office shelves. So if I'm going to rummage somewhere, rummage on the office shelves, cause that's where it's supposed to be. Who knows? Like this is a young system. I've only been doing this mm-hmm. for, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, l- less than a year now. Um, but it has already come in very handy and I do find it reassuring. I, I wish I didn't have to do it at all, obviously. And of course the root problem is I have too much crap, right? Cause if I had less crap, 
I would have a place for everything and everything in its place, as you should, as I have in most of my life. But I have so much crap now that I do not have a place for everything. And so things end up getting piled and put into boxes and stuff. And so, well, that's the other side of being a banker's box guy is that, as Mm -hmm. you know, I will come in the room with the banker's box and the room will change. And so whenever something can't be found, oh, let's say, for example, one of the, what, nine pairs of identical pairs of scissors we have, where are the scissors? The scissors are wherever you left them, unless they're somewhere else. So they're wherever, you, you are the user of the scissors. No, nobody moves your shoes on purpose. Your shoes may be put away, but like, no, I'm not hiding your shoes on the rag. And so like, the problem is like, you're going you're gonna to have to go on your own hero's journey to find those scissors now. We have a uh, scissors, scissors jubilee. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have something going on over here where all the scissors, the long lost scissors have returned. And oh, so now the prodigal the, scissors. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now the place where the scissors go, which is in like in a particular cabinet on a particular shelf, there are so many scissors in there. They don't fit in the spot anymore. There's a stack of scissors because n- when have we ever had all the scissors? Surely we have like one or two that are there and the rest are scattered to the four winds, but they're, yeah. they're all back. And I, now this I feel a, like John, this have, is entropy. This is entropy that you're fighting here. <laughs> Like everything can be a little organized for a while, but that's not what entropy want to do. Yeah. So yeah. they're so yeah. they're they're all back, and now I think I need to get rid of some scissors because we have too many. You need to go from the prodigal scissors to the scissors diaspora. Yeah. Distribute them. Uh, something I think about that there's I like you know me I like to think in levels, and like here here's an example that I think is kind of interesting of levels, and uh, that would be. I don't know if your house is like this. My office gets like this. The house gets like this which is that there is a, not even a fistful, there's like, there's probably, I'm going to say four inches in diameter of writing implements in some kind of jar, uh, can, or proper, you know, penmanship receptacle. But, you know, there's a bunch of stuff in there. Like, can you eyeball that and guess how many of those are are pens and pencils that you uh, use and like? I can personally because I do not use pens or pencils. So zero or how many use I use pens or like. pencils. No, I don't. What if you uh, got to do... leave a note for the two towel person? What do you do? I don't. I don't, I don't write it down. On a piece you write of paper. in steam. That, that the, like the rare occasion, once every two point five years, when I do need to like leave a note or something, I do end up traveling around the house, going, "Are there any writing implements in this house that actually work, or are they just things that have been there for a hundred years?" All right. I have a recommendation. You should get this pen that I like. Now, here's the thing. Okay, so apparently the, nobody, in John, nobody in John's house, if John doesn't use pens and pencils, then obviously no one does. Other people do. I'm saying for me personally, <sighs> right. I don't, I'm don't. i not faced with the, the giant wad of writing implements. You're not letting me get to my levels. You, see, you're just like my kid. You, don't, you just want to be right. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm just giving you, a, you're not telling giving you me something anything. about my life I do that, that I don't use pens and pencils. I do, okay. All right, you know what? I'm too tired to argue with you. Here's what I'm, here's what I was going to say about this. This is the levels, because you know me, I, how I like levels. There's levels. So you there's go, two levels. There's go always ahead. two levels with me. You look. You look. I'm hitting it with my pen. Um, you. That's my head, dude. You. I still don't know that reference. You look over. <laughs> you look over here. Fast times. It's still fast times. You look over. He- you look. You know what? I don't care. Here's Keep the problem. Going. Okay, all right. So I'll give it to you in bullets, the way John Syracuse tells a joke. The thing is, people will spend all day sorting, sorting, taxonomizing, and reorganizing pens 
rather than ask, do I want these pens? Do I need these pens? Mm -hmm. You're John Syracuse. Here's what I'm trying to say. And I'm just here to tell you, I used to have a website about this stuff. There are a lot of people out there that will spend a long weekend organizing their pens instead of going like, I just don't need these. I don't need these. It's no way to do it. Save your favorites, you know? I mean, the, the, the best part of any, I mean, because I did spend the past couple of weekends doing stuff, the best part for me is always things leaving the house. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, part of it is, yes, you're getting things neater. Like, uh, my desk that I'm sitting at right now has a certain number of items on it that does not expand, and I made it contract significantly with mm-hmm. the new Mac. Because mm-hmm. there were things on the desk that I realized I no longer need. One of them it was my little webcam thing. Because I have a different webcam now, so that was easy. One of them, believe it or not, was a cup of pens and pencils. And I already hmm. said I don't use pens and pencils. What was that doing there? That's, that good, cup, that's why it's top of mind for you right now. That cup was it was an Apple branded cup that I got when I was in middle school. Whoa! That, that says Apple in like that Palatino whatever font. Remember that? What the uh, Ch- Cheltenham or um the the one the I, I know Palatino John, but if it's from when you were in middle school, what year are we talking about? You're talking about the pretty, the pretty slender. No, yeah, late eighties, early nineties. Not Cheltenham. It's uh, Garamond. No, uh, yeah. Well, very Apple Garamond. Yeah, they have their own variant, and the kerning is crazy. So you um, got a cup, and it says Apple, and it's a plastic cup, and in that cup are a bunch of pens and pencils, and I had it on my shelves when I was a kid. I have no idea where it came from, and I had just been bringing that through my life because for sentimental reasons, like I never was going to use the pens in it, and all of them were dead, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the pens were like you know pens from tech companies, other stuff like that, but. When I did the refactor, I said, cup, uh, you've served me well as a thing that I can look at and remember Apple from the 80s, but that you are, you know, leaving the desk. I had an extra microphone that I used to do podcasts with two people a few times, and I realized I hadn't done a podcast with two people for a long time, so that microphone left the desk. Did you throw away the cup? No, cup's in the attic. Microphone's microphone's also in the attic. Where in the attic? I have no idea where in the attic that microphone is, but I can go to my squirrel list and search for a microphone, (laughs) and if I ever need to do a (laughs) two-person podcast, it will tell me where it is. Uh, um, I've come so close to quitting my all-in tile lifestyle over the past couple years. Uh, They they kept me hooked hooked a little bit longer by having these tile pros where you can replace the battery, Mm -hmm. finally. Um, but they, you know, they come in handy often enough. They're way too expensive as a one-time replace every year thing. But when you can replace the batteries, it'll do until the Apple thing comes along. I'm here to tell you, John, I really hope the Apple thing comes along. Because hmm. I drive my family crazy with this, particularly my kid, because as soon as she gets anything, I'm like, well, let me put a tile in it. <laughs> like, I'm, like I'm giving her a Lev Parnas bracelet. Like, no, it's just that you will leave this someplace. Like your jacket that's covered with cool pins – like, we should have a tile in that in case it gets lost. You just got to make the tile into a pin. I want to, oh, I, I suggest that Hiding to Alex. I think sight. Alex should just tape a tile to her glasses and tell people they're steamboat. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, daughters losing things, mm-hmm. uh, my daughter cannot find her AirPods charging case. The Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That, she... I have discovered that the devices in Find My um. Uh, that's nice if it'll work, but especially yeah. for stuff like AirPods, it, they're probably it's probably dead by the time you look for it. Yeah, the AirPods, it's the AirPods case, and it's it's got. I mean, yeah, we've had yeah. a, a play sound pending on it for days. It's not. I don't. You know, she she has this interesting story about where she thinks it might be in terms of she had it with her and heard something fall behind something, but didn't think anything of it, and so on and so forth. That unreliable narrator for sure. So <laughs> the, the best we can come up with is I'm pretty sure it didn't leave the house because she doesn't. 
she she may go out with the AirPods, but I don't think she goes out with the case, which is part of the problem. But like you, the, just to, just a note in passing, you're doing good work here, similar to the way you would walk around looking for the euro or whatever it is you put down. People, most most people think they look foolish when they do this, but you've got to do what you're. You've got to be a little bit Sherlock Holmes, and you've got to go. Okay, what is the situation? Not just where'd you leave it. Not, if they knew where they left it, they'd go get it. You have to ask better questions. Like, do you remember what else you were doing? Do you remember what jacket you were wearing? Because it's almost always in a jacket. It's it's somewhere like you've got. But I'm just saying, I admire that, and I'm willing to be a a dorky nerdlinger about that because I think it helps. You've you've got to like get the person to like, oh, okay, Dad, yeah, I was on the bus and. I, I, there was a disturbance in the forest, and I heard a faint bouncing off of a seat. Yeah, but if it's outside the house, I would just give up on it. But I'm pretty sure it is inside the house. And she she found a loophole in the AirPod rules, which she doesn't follow. But still, my AirPod rules for the kids are: your AirPods are only ever in one of two places. They're either in your ears or they're inside their case. And of course, <gasps> the loophole is: oh. all right, well, where this where's the case when they're in my ears? I didn't specify, and so now the case is free to disappear. Okay, you'll know better next time. You got to close that loophole. I mean, no, because I need a simple set of rules. I can barely I get them to do. I totally in, agree. In your, I would because, I, if you get too cute about this, then all you're doing is raising a lawyer. You don't want to do that. Don't get cute. Yeah, and 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 the, and the the reason the rule exists is because the worst thing you can do with AirPods is oh, listening, listening, listening. Oh, I'm going to sit down and do something else. Let me just take these out of my ears for a second. That's mm-hmm. that's how you lose your AirPods. So they either need to be in your ears or in the case because the case is bigger. And mm-hmm. I figured it had less of a chance of being lost, but. I underestimated. Well, and also things are things are charging, and there's a chance it'll be findable, or it'll play the little noise. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, it's it's just Christmas present. Christmas present. You know what happened to me? I picked my kid up. Uh, well, technically, my Lyft driver picked my kid up. This is back in uh, probably it was before Christmas, so like sometime in like mid December. We're 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 struggling to get out of the lift. My kid will not take off her backpack before she gets in a vehicle, which is not only bad etiquette mm-hmm. and kind of rude, but like it just makes everything a real grind. Of course, I'm the one sliding. I'm I'm slide Clyde. I, I'm the one who's got to go across. Does she have pins on the back of her backpack? She's got everything on everything. It's like a mace, a mace, or like a, maybe like some kind of like a like a gill net. Like for catching large amounts yeah, of Japanese tearing, fish. Tearing the upholstery and the headliner of the car, scraping yeah, against no, your face. Yeah, no, but definitely face. something kind of Spartacus looking. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, I'm, I'm getting out of the car and, and um, I'm putting my AirPods Pro into the case. And oh, 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 bop, 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 bop. So, I mean, it was, it was one of the great moments because I'd had these things for, I think, three weeks at this point. It bounced off my chest, off the curb. And I thought there's only one scenario in which I don't walk away from this flawlessly, which is in that moment when it's bouncing, it's bounced off the curb. And I'm like, the only way I will be screwed here is if that literally bounces into the path of the tire as he starts driving forward, which is exactly what happened. I was going to think of sewer grate. That's where I was going. Sewer grate's bad too, but I learned my lesson. I finally got it fixed in January. But boy, it's hard to go back. Woo! Once you've been listening to those new ones. Mm, I don't like them in my ears. I know. I tried them. I got a my wife got them for a Christmas. I, I gave them a try. I don't think I like things in my ears. Mm-hmm. Squirrel list. Mm-hmm. This episode of Reconcilable Differences is brought to you in part by Squarespace. You can learn more about Squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash diffs. Friends, make your next move with Squarespace. Squarespace lets you easily create a website for your next idea with a unique domain, award-winning templates, and so much more. Maybe you want to create an online store, a portfolio, a blog, a gallery, whatever it is you want to do. It's all in there. 
because Squarespace is an all-in-one platform that lets you do what you need to do. It's your home on the internet. Do it. There's nothing to install. No patches to worry about. No upgrades are ever needed. You do not have to worry about any of that stuff because Squarespace has got it covered. They also have award-winning 24 by 7 customer support if you need any help. And they let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name. And all of those award-winning templates are beautifully designed for you to show off your great ideas. I've been using Squarespace for many, many years. It is where we host the Roderick on the Line podcast. It's where I have my personal sites. And uh, it's just a joy to use. It's fun to set up. It's fun to maintain, if you can even call it that. It's just really joyful. A lot, 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 lot of drag, a lot, lot of drop. It's great. Here's the crazy part. Squarespace plans start at just $12 per month. You understand? But you, the listener, can go and start a trial with no credit card required right now. All you got to do is go to squarespace.com slash diffs. That's D-I-F-F-S. So early. When you decide to sign up, use that offer code diffs, and that's going to get you 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain, and it will show your support for John Syracuse. So once again, that's squarespace.com slash diffs, D-I-F-F-S. Offer code DIFFS for 10% off your first purchase. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Reconcilable Differences and all of Relay FM. Okay, we have some follow-up. Um, and I uh, have some little bits and bobs here. This is actually several interesting things to me. We talked last week about uh, Studio Ghibli stuff being available uh, for nope, buying. Don't do that. Just I'm, I'm calling a moratorium. Just say it the right way. You're going you're gonna to ironicalize yourself into... I, I wasn't, but anyway, the films of uh, Miyazaki can be purchased no, now on no, iTunes. No, that's not. Just, okay. just, do it, just do it the right way. Just do me this favor. Everyone will be happier. Ghibli. One more. One more. You can do it. Ghibli. No. Ghibli. It's fine. Say it with an accent. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll settle for it. Studio Jib. So it's Ghibli like giblets? You got it. Giblets. Japanese giblets. Japanese giblets. Japanese giblets. Mm. We were talking uh, last time we recorded, or as we say at Relay, uh, when we last spoke. I don't know why we say that, but apparently that's what we say now. Who says that? Uh, you know, they're all, they're all trying to impress Mike. You know? There's no way... No, there's no way Stephen would say, spoke. Well, he'd no say it with, that, with, with his charming accent. Oh, uh, he does have say. a... He's a sweet man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so last time we spoke... God, he's grinding me down. Last time we spoke, we, uh, we talked about the studio... Ghibli. No. Wait, Jib Giblets. J- you Japanese, got it. Japanese Giblets. See what? See what I'm saying? You're not you're not in a position where you can intentionally say a thing wrong for, for, the pur- for the purposes of humor anymore. You're giblets. too old for that now. You can G- only because you'll damage your brain and you won't only know God the right can way judge to say me. It. Okay. Last time we spoke, we talked about we talked about Studio Ghibli. Boom. Films being available in places. And uh, one of the places is you can get them off of iTunes. God, I'm tired. So uh, my assignment last week was to buy a movie and, uh, and see what we could glean about it, particularly with regard to what is the resolution, what's the, what's the sub, what's the dub, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so I, I, I will just mention this in passing. This also bumps up against some interesting things that I learned about multifilm collections. Uh, can I mention that real quickly and how, mm-hmm. how I ended up buying six Miyazaki movies when I didn't need any of them? Complete this album. Complete this album. Um, and so I'd been talking to a friend of the show, John Roderick, and I, we're actually we were backstage before we went on and did our thing for Sketchfest. And he was asking me, what's, uh, what's a good 
Studio Giblet or Miyazaki movie to start with. And He's uh, asking you that? Oh, I'm so mad now. He called you on stage and almost doxed you. You remember that? And, but, and, but did he ask me what Studio Ghibli movies he should watch? It's, no, it's he not did my, not. It's not my day to watch them. Oh, my God. Not, yeah, this is on him. This is not on you. <laughs> so last time we spoke, we talked about Studio Ghibli movies being available. And so I found said, the new joke. Isn't it great? Oh, my God. I'm so tired. Camp gone. I, I said last time we spoke. And so I said to John Roderick, I says, okay, well, you know, they've got uh, these multi-film sets now. I will, I will give to you that. And I went to do it, and I don't, I, I, you know me, I can't find anything. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. looking through, I'm looking all around, I'm looking, usually it's the up arrow to wish list or up arrow to gift this, et cetera. So I couldn't find it. I was like, well, I'll do it, I'll do it tomorrow. You found um, the collection, though, but you couldn't figure out how to gift it? Correct. Right. And so then the next day, well, I, I didn't want to sound like I was being that guy. I didn't like, oh, I'll buy you this thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> slip my mind. Bring it to you tomorrow. Um, kids in the Hall. That's a Kids in the Hall reference. Mm-hmm. I know it. I know it. Did you know it? I did. Did you recognize that character? Probably because you've talked about it a lot, but yeah. Slipped my mind. Mm-hmm. So you made me watch spoke. that on YouTube, yeah. Yeah, okay. Now, I made you watch probably um, Out of Africa or Star Wars. Yeah, no, I, I've we, seen we, all Kids in the Hall, but, but I'm old enough that I don't remember it. So just so tired of all these Star Wars. So we spoke, and, uh, oh, God, tired. So jo- John Roderick, uh, the next day, I was like, oh, girl, 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 I got to find this. And I tried all the different things. Um, what I what I managed to do was buy the six film collection of films I already own. Uh, I bought that for myself. Instead of gifting it. Instead of gifting it, because right. then I went in and I thought, ha, huh, that's weird. Okay, well, I just bought all these movies. That's fine. I need to kind of do that anyway for, for the program with John Syracuse. And then I went and um, and then I looked at an individual movie, like in this case, Ponyo. And guess what? That was available to gift. So I think, first of all, I'm an idiot. I bought every, I own like three copies of these things now. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, I, um, I, are you aware of a thing where you can't buy a multi-film bundle for someone? I thought that was weird. That would be such a good gift. I haven't ever tried to do that. In fact, the only thing, the only multi-film bundle I ever got is when they had all the Star Trek movies on sale on uh-huh. iTunes for some yeah. really low price. I think that's the only bundle I ever bought. And I bought the uh, Coronado trilogy, I think, when they had that on sale. Yeah, that that I bought on uh, Ultra HD. Um, so anyway, I, th- I thought that was just interesting in passing. Uh, and it is what, 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 Before you move yes, on, now, what did you end up getting, John? Oh, um, see, now you're going to yell at me. Oh, I just, I mean, maybe. I'm pretty but sure I bought him Totoro. All right, that's good. Well, he's, you know, she's still at an age where she could watch Totoro and like it. Um, oh, it's for, it's for his daughter and not for him? He needs to watch these movies. His daughter, she'll like them too, but um, he is des- in desperate need of... It's now officially your day to watch him. You do that. Yeah. You reach out to him. You reach out to John Ryan. I'll, I'll figure out how to gift him I'm something. trying to get him to watch videos. What I'm, what I'm my, my project is to try to get him to watch some of these videos where people have turned cargo vans into campers. Oh, it's pretty, no, that's, pretty, pretty wild. It's called enabling. He already did that. But, there, <laughs> but wouldn't that be your dream when you were like a 13-year-old boy? His name was Stampy and you loved him. <laughs> okay, I'll send you. You should get link. a GMC RV, John. <laughs> smells really bad. Um, so, uh, we spoke giblets and then, okay. So, so now I'm in a position to talk about this. All right. Um, we, um, so what I purchased was that six movie set. Um, they are not, uh, the ones I checked are not 4k. They are Mm -hmm. HD, but, but they're pretty good looking HD. Um, and so I did a side by side with Ponyo running from a 
a very high quality rip on my computer versus Ponyo running on uh, iTunes, Apple TV, whatever it's called, on my iPad. And uh, and it looks horrific. I, I even went to some of the, what I remember being difficult stuff, like when all the little sister fish are swimming around and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it looked, it looked really good. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm super glad it's there. Uh, it did, probably didn't need to be 4K, but I'm a little bit bummed that it wasn't. I went into, uh, this is in show notes, if you want to check it out, there's a really wild Google Sheet that's maintained by a group of people that shows you when you get a digital code or when you buy a movie, you know, Will it be available on movies anywhere? What resolution will it be? It's really difficult to navigate, but very handy. Um, if you want to go figure out where your stuff might be in a better resolution, because that is a thing. But surprise, surprise, those purchases of that bundle do not show up on movies anywhere. Mm. Um, just other things in passing. Uh, now, as far as the actual movie, uh, it looks great. Uh, and so the movie that you get, this, this is to me weird, and I want to get your thought on this. But so the movie that you get, it comes with the typical, like, you know, you get the splash screen on, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to call it iTunes because it's confusing. <laughs> the thing, the thing where you buy the movie and watch it somewhere yep. and you yep. get the little viewy screen that says like play, it says extras, DDD, all that, uh, related. So lame. But anyway, uh, it's there. You hit play. And what it pops up is a really good looking non blurry, uh, looks pretty good. I mean, I don't know if I have my stuff synced. I should revisit that with you about whether I'm doing the right frame rate matching and stuff but look great on uh, on the apple tv at 55 inches it looked fantastic but what you get is english in the movie that pops up uh default it is uh, english subs and dubs full stop now hidden away in extras is an entire second hd version that is only japanese audio and only english subtitles or you can hmm. turn it off so that hidden second version. Why did they split that up? But is it actually different video? Like, I don't it know how you can determine look different. This, but... It did not look, I looked at, I thought to do that. I did not notice a difference. Yeah, I wonder if, I mean, I guess if you, do those, do they have like DRM stripping things where you actually get it to like open up the, the container file and see how many tracks there are? It's my like understanding it, that these things exist. Yeah. I mean, maybe you could tell from the file size, I suppose. Well, I think, I think the next round you should buy um, one that you are so familiar with. You could yeah, notice these things. You know, it's not that, it's not that costly. Um, you know, it supports the cause. It's, it's, it's good for the, for the Ghiblis. And so um, that's what I had to note here. What else did I write down about this? Well, that's good to hear that, that, mm-hmm. that you feel like the quality is, is good enough that you're not going to be yes, like, oh, I can't yes. recommend it, these because it, it's going to look like a mess. Absolutely. It, did not, it absolutely did not feel... Like you go, you know, uh, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. it, it, it looked, it looked good. Um, and then, you know, as it happened last night, just apropos of nothing, we ended up watching, um, I didn't stay for the whole thing, but spirited away. And, mm-hmm. um, my God, it looks so freaking good. The scenes when she's first going into, you know, the three, boy, boom, 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 the, the green bouncy ball mm-hmm. guys, and you go into the lady with the big head. And mm-hmm. she she gets swept through that hallway. Mm-hmm. It's very like uh, I don't know pulled, pulled shim- by the front of her shirt by the right magic right right like hand. a shimwazeri kind of look. But like it looks so good. It looked amazing. So that's all good. What else have I got? HD now 4K subs and dubs. Uh, bought a bundle. It didn't get added. And it, see, you know, here's your other homework: is see. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying you should spend the money, but I would spend the money to buy one of these movies that you feel super familiar with above others. But also, let me know if you figure out. Uh, the buying, uh, gifting a, a bundle. Are there any uh, special features? Not that I saw. 
Because on the Blu-rays, there's usually one or two bad, like, oh, they'll show you the storyboards or something like right. that. <laughs> just 14 minutes of him smoking and cleaning mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, did you ever i don't i've watched so many of these Miyazaki things i don't remember if um i didn't where, see where that latest your... one i didn't see that latest one i saw the one that everybody's seen yeah they like the four part like television when you were linking you had like screenshots on your twitter yeah right? it, it's very bad it is not oh, well okay. well all done right. it's not well done at all like in terms of how it's made and everything but it does contain a lot of footage of him doing stuff and so for the, for me it's still that valuable like the mm-hmm. as a documentary i don't even know like what form to, to what standards was this made like it's it's so nonsensical but there is a ton of footage of him and there's there's some good stuff in there of like still how many hours have i watched this person and i can't tell like is he always cranky <laughs> is he does he do this cranky stuff for the cameras or is it the opposite that he's being nice for the cameras and then every once in a while over the he's course actually, of 10 exactly years the tyrant they, they catch him right like because i mean not being mean mean but there he is chain smoking at his little desk and he's looking at the drawings like like the keyframe drawings that the other animators have done and there's this one scene where it was i think it was in uh wind rises it was like a crowd scene some crowd scene took them like you know, six months to make because it had so many people in it. Like every person had to be hand animated. And anyway, some some old woman is bending down to pick up a bundle, like a sack off the ground, like a, the city is on fire and they're all evacuating. And some old woman is, you know, it's like the 40s or whatever. And some woman is picking a bundle off of the ground and he looks at it and he's like, oh, this is not how people pick up bundles. You, <laughs> you wouldn't grab it by that part. You would grab it by this and tuck it under your arm. I guess and he scribbles in the drawing, he sends it back and he's like, these all need to be redone. This is not a main character in the movie, mind you. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. But he, he, like a, he, he couldn't live with that properly. There's a background woman picking up. And if you if you looked at it, you're like, this is a beautiful drawing of, a, of an old woman bending down to pick up a sack. And he's like, that's not how she would pick up that sack. These that's all the, need that's to the be old redone. butcher, man. Yeah, you can just look and you're like, that's not how people operate. <laughs> and he, he scribbles over it. He's got to be, he's gotta be like, it's got to be like this. And like, you look at this stack of paper that this person must have worked on for like three weeks. And it's oh, like, no. All, and it's all it is. It's pencil on paper. It's not like it's a computer file where they can just touch this up, right? It's like, no, this all needs to be written. Oh my God, you just threw my work away. Oh, that would be so bad. And and like, yeah. so is that in the thing because that was a unique opportunity to see him be cranky? Or is that his MO like the whole time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I also thought of you last night when we were watching that. This I walked in the room at the scene where God, all the girls have the same name. The girl in Spirited Away. And then, uh, and the dude, the kid with the like the little like the outfit and the little blunt cut is giving her something to eat, you know, to mm-hmm. help with what she's feeling. And um, I had that, that what you were just describing and what we've talked about innumerable times about things outside of the culture we know, which is I was like, she's obviously like contemporary. Like she looks. I, even the way that she's dressed, I don't think that's the way a kid would have dressed in even probably the seventies. Yeah, it's her dad's driving an Audi A4. Uh, uh, the, it seems very. There's a lot of specificity to, to yeah. that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And the dad, I mean, like, and of course, I'm thinking like the cultural. Of course, my kids making fun of me, and he's like, "Oh, that's so you. I just want to leave, and you want to go explore." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm the worst." <laughs> and um, but like the like we talked about the signification, like knowing like I that guy really reads as an older dad to me as a maybe even more like an uncle or uh, potentially like a young grandpa. But like, how is that signified there? And like when this kid with the weird haircut and the outfit walks up, he looks like he's from another century Mm -hmm. or from a play to me. I was trying to like take it at what my eyeballs were seeing. And I was like, it's interesting because she is impossibly contemporary and modern down to every movement, the scrunch of her socks, 
the like Velcro shoes, like everything about her feels like it has to be from the last like 30 years at least. But, but like, that was just another example though of like, hi, am I supposed to read this little Dutch boy kid as like, like what's his deal? You know well, what I remember mean? there where they are is a, a theme park where the, the father says like, oh, they made all these theme parks before some recession. Right. And the mm-hmm. theme of the theme park is like old Japan, just like we would have like Colonial Williamsburg or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, and so, I mean, not that it, but she's in the spirit world by that point anyway. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And in, in, in many of the movies and in the Miyazaki movies, like the, the spirit world is not a bunch of people with Velcro sneakers. It's a bunch of people dressed. I, I don't know the different eras in Japanese history, but they're certainly not in contemporary clothing. Right, right, right. I really like that movie. What else did I like in that movie? Um, oh, man, I love the scene when she's in the elevator with the creature that's like mm-hmm. going the, up. The, the, what, the radish spirit or whatever. I guess, yeah. And like the way that the character, you see that shot from her POV, she's kind of smashed against the wall. Mm-hmm. And and the, char- the character has such Miyazaki eyes, like such like Totoro eyes. And it's just like staring ahead and then slowly eyes roll to the right to look down. Earth. Yeah, one of it's my favorite. So delightful. One of my favorite sequences in that movie is not one of the flashier sequences, but it's the one I I tend to think about the most. Is but probably it's because of the music, because I like the the music that plays this during the, during this time and kind uh-huh. of the melancholy. But it's the train going out over the water, like the 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 tracks are almost barely submerged, and the right, train is right. going out. It's a combination of like sea travel and mm-hmm. train travel and the spirits are on the train and nobody's talking and she's just going and people are getting off the train until there's fewer and fewer people on and she's going to get off like that whole that so whole go, like going to the end like going to coney island or something right. basically and yeah and, and i think about the train going out over the water it's such a it's such a dream-like thing yeah. to put in a movie is like who, who thinks of that like is the are the train tracks going above the ocean it's like no they're underwater well they far underwater no just barely underwater i know so that's the part that makes it like a dream wake. that's so much yeah. like a dream watching mash back in the let's say the early 80s like who would have guessed winchester would have so many really good voice parts in movies i'm so bad at identifying voices who does he do he's the like the 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 guy the spider-ish guy that she works uh, for the yeah uh kajami or kajimi or whatever his name and he's is. also he's also um stitches he's the mad scientist that made stitch hmm. which is a very good that's a very good that's an underrated movie i think <laughs> This episode of Reconcilable Differences is brought to you in part by Bowl and Branch. You can learn more about Bowl and Branch right now by visiting bowlandbranch.com with the promo code DIFFS, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Bowl and Branch products are made with uncompromised quality and attention to detail every step of the way. They're meticulously crafted from pure 100% organic cotton. They're such high quality because of the organic long staple cotton. I did not know this. That's what makes bowl and branch sheets get softer over time. What? They're honestly so soft, and they're the only bedding loved by three presidents. That's an amazing fact. And if you didn't already know, bowl and branch really are the good guys when it comes to ethical manufacturing. All their factories prioritize workers' empowerment and sustainable incomes. 100% of their packaging is made from recycled paper, and they're the first manufacturer of linens to be fair trade certified. You need to give these guys a try. Shipping is always free. Try them out for 30 nights risk-free. Right now, you get $50 off your first set of sheets. You go to bowlandbranch.com and use the promo code DIFFS. That's D-I-F-F-S. You go there now. Upgrade your betting. You won't regret it. One final time, bowlandbranch.com, promo code DIFFS. Our thanks to Bowl and Branch for supporting Reconcilable Differences and all of Relay FM. 
Hmm. We got some Minai topics. It looks like we don't have too much in big boy topics, but we do have some pretty good mini topics. Oh my God. How is this not the first thing on the page? What? Uh, I, I needed to know the name. Uh, it's, it's Kamaji. I was close. That's the name Kajimi of the character. Kajimi Kamaji. So close. I like the chickens with the washcloths. Mm-hmm. Those are so cute. Um, um, you know, uh, you have some homework in here that I'm, I'm, I'm going to bold now. Be prepared. Okay. I, I'm bolding I, it. I, okay. All right. I will. I will. Oh, oh, I also started. You know, do you know what that is? I need, I, yes, I thought I about this. I know what it is. I, everyone's talking about it. I also started watching a certain movie and then, then I went and decided to get a better copy. So that is imminent. That's going to be happening. What? 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 C- certain movie. Certain movie what? I might be prepared to discuss next time. I should have just waited and surprised. What? How, how, if it's the movie I'm thinking of, how is it that you think you need another copy? Because I have like an ooper, super duper pooper copy available bandwidth. to you. I don't want to use your bandwidth. I have a, a, I would a take gigabit. a pooper copy. I have yeah. a gigabit up from my house. Also, by the way, it just came out on Blu-ray and I just bought it on Blu-ray. William Actress. Yes. Oh, okay. It is out on Blu-ray for uh, people in the it's U.S. Available. All right, cool, 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 cool. But anyway, uh, yes, feel free to grab my copy. It's pretty good. Although I have had some weird problems with mm. audio sync on my copy. So yeah, what, I you need have to, an Xplex that's still up, and then you got a new Plex that's up. It's very confusing. Uh, yeah, my Plex situation is a little fraught. But. I don't know. I feel so bad when I look at somebody else's Plex. It feels so like invasive. Just do like I think I have it so you can download. So just instead oh, of streaming, you, okay. it, just, just right, I right, think right. you can just download the whole thing, and then you've got the file, and then you're not uh, being a burden. But like I said, maybe my copy. Depending on what you play it on, occasionally I had audio sync issues with it because it's so beefy, mm. and I don't oh, know. Oh, really? Why well, play yeah. off a hard drive? So. I think the encode got messed up. So anyway, I, I might re-rip from Blu-ray. So do, do what you got to do. It's out there. It's also available on Amazon Prime. Blu-ray. Ooh, get it tomorrow. Yes, please. Yeah. I can do it right. No, no, I can do it right here from the uh, from the, uh, the uh, Amazon. Now, this does not obviate your cheer responsibility. Your responsibility with cheer is only just All to right. try it. And if it doesn't grab you, whatever, just bail. All right, don't over don't oversell it. I I I, I turned it's, it on. It's fine. It's I, fine. I, I okay. I turned it on and I watched a little bit and I thought mm, that's this is not the uniform of the day. And then I heard everybody talking about it and everybody has very strong feelings about it, but they also sound like they think they might have been like mean to the girls or something. But it's about it's about outcasts and orphans, and that's that's the theme. I am the, the most the thing that I'm most interested about in it is the meta discussion of uh, how people make documentaries and how this one mm-hmm. is made. Like the the story actually being told, yeah, yeah. But okay. like, okay. but All I right. like I'm, I'm I like thinking it. about like, okay, so you're gonna go make this documentary about shooters. How do you decide to do that? Like, what what's the angle you take? Like, you know, you, we talked about documentaries before. Mm-hmm. Oh, how, yeah, much yeah, yeah. how much you're inserting yourself, what you're going to concentrate on, what you're going to show, what you're not going to show. Like those decisions, like the people who made this movie are as fascinating to me as the people in the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and it's sort of for in the... Uh, well, It's not a movie. It's a five-part TV series. Speaking of this. gifts that didn't work out, I did gift you a copy of Sherman's March, and I think it never arrived, or I sent it to the wrong address. That's not I important. think you did it on iTunes, did you not? I think I did. Um, but all I was going to say was like, I'm not sure if I want to peg it to... Um, Sherman's March or just slightly later and very better known is Roger and me. Mm-hmm. Those are probably about, cause Sherman's March had been done for a few years before he put it out. Anyway, it's really more of a late seventies movie than an early eighties movie in some ways. But, um, but you know, in that era, I mean, but by the time that Super Size Me came out, I was already like, ah, this is yeah. so played. Like yeah. you've got it. You've got to stop doing this. And like, or even like, 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 uh, um, the Paul Williams documentary. 
was like, oh my God, I know you only have so much footage and time with Paul Williams, but like, did, is, is this a movie that had to become about the filmmaker, a Paul Williams, like low budget <laughs> handheld by, you know, it's like, but this time I started to realize that if I wanted to solve the, uh, oh God, give me yeah, a cheer, break. Cheer does not fall into that trap. Cheer is know, clearly know, a, a post supersize new world where they realize I'm not going to do that. And they don't, they don't do that. They do something different, but like, and they're not, they don't shove themselves into it, but they're there. Like, and when I watch documentaries now. I mean, maybe it's just from listening to Alex talk about them or whatever, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm always in the mindset of like, how yeah. did you choose to make this? Right? Well, and well, so, I'm always thinking, how did you get that sound? Like, were you recording? Like, how did you get sound in that room when that it, happened? It, it, That's Cheer crazy. is not even like one of those things, because Cheer is, it's so clear how they get all the sound. Like, it's, you know. No, I know, I know, I know. I'm just, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting your back on the documentary thing. I totally but, agree. But yeah, that's, that's definitely, I mean, we talked about it before with the, uh, what you call it, Nathan mm-hmm. for you, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's big time where how did you get that sound? Or it's interesting though to like contrast that with a review where review is um, obviously fictional. I mean, it's uh, with Andy Daly and James Urbaniak and it's, it's very fun, super dark, but it's obviously fiction. I don't think I know what that is. Uh, It's Andy Daly who you've seen in tons of things. He's the doctor on Silicon Valley. He's the, the wrong political consultant they hired in the final season of Veep. You, You totally know this guy. Anyway, I'm and sure he, he reviews, I, unlike other people, I don't review these. I, I review life. And so people have the, it's essentially like challenges, like find out what it's like to get shot or like, you know, or, you know, all these, <laughs> but it, and so that shows fictional, but his whole, uh, it basically is the whole premise we're talking about here, which is the <laughs> like, sort of like post gonzo. I am the story here. And what's beautiful about it, it's not flawless, but what's pretty beautiful about it is it's not. It's not a – what's the word I'm looking for? Like when you have a show like Twilight Zone where everyone's different. What's the name for that? Anthology? Anthology. Things that happened in previous episodes continue to have an impact in later episodes, right? So he's reviewing what it's like to get divorced. <laughs> and, you know, all these things happen. There's times he gets – he has all these run-ins. He gets shot and stabbed many times. He takes drugs and loses his mind. And, um, but like what happened in previous, like the fact that he was with this poor woman that he was married to and then is separated and then divorced and like his continual torment of her and like how it's ruining his life because he's so dedicated to his career. Like it just keeps coming up. It's on Comedy Central. It's very funny. But with Nathan for you, I don't know, man. Sometimes I'm not so sure. Like I, it, it seems like a lot of it's pretty real, but I don't know how you, I don't know how you do something like the haunted house. Do you remember the haunted house? No, I haven't seen the haunted house ones, but I think I've, I've seen enough episodes. Haunted house. Then his idea is you need to make this haunted house so scary that people die mm-hmm. or at the very least. And so what he comes up with is you, when you get out of the haunted house, you're hustled away to a hospital where you find out that someone who touched you in the haunted house has a deadly disease. Mm-hmm. And, and then when you walk out, it says, it, well, so it says, says exit the haunted house as you're walking out around people in a hazmat suit. And there's a lawyer waiting there to file a law suit and you know i just don't know how you i don't know how you do that with a straight face but i guess you can yeah that that show the more i think about it the more i think it like left money on the table in that it wanted to uh sort of blur that line and it would have been more interesting if the Mm -hmm. line was clear to the people watching it because i think that's more interesting the high the high wire act thing you're just musing about like how do you pull that off Mm -hmm. that's a more interesting show than Watching the show where they attempt to pull it off and not really, not really knowing where the lines are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. 
I actually, when I put in a screenshot of, I went to the review website, and right there on the page was this this image. Oh, look at that! Well, there's one we have to fast over because there does involve some some bearded dragon hurting. Mm. See, mm-hmm. yeah. it's all, she, it's all to fast over. Yeah. The, the MPU, it's all connected. Uh-huh, are, uh-huh, you, uh-huh. are you getting it, Marlin? Bearded dragon. Oh, it's a it's a, a, a wide screen iPod, a bearded dragon, and an internet <laughs> communicator. Bearded dragon sprays dark paint on its eyes. Uh uh-huh. it's light skinned. Uh uh-huh. are you getting it? Are you getting this? Beyonce? <laughs> Beyonce? I, I, finally, I finally listened to that episode. You guys did a good job. Which one are you the, talking about? Watchmen episode of the incomparable. This episode of Reconcilable Differences is brought to you in part by Health IQ. You can learn more about Health IQ right now by visiting healthiq.com slash diffs. At some point in the last couple of years, you've probably created or maintained a healthy habit. Maybe that's getting more sleep, working out, just trying to eat the right foods. But if you live a healthy lifestyle, you could be rewarded for your hard work with more affordable life insurance rates. That could save you up to 41%. Just take the Health IQ quiz, and then they'll walk you through the entire process of applying. The policy is underwritten by one of their top insurance partners, and there will be a real person at the end of the phone who you can chat with. The savings are exclusive to Health IQ, so you won't find them anywhere else, but you do have to qualify for that special rate. To see if you qualify, go to healthiq.com slash diffs and take their proprietary health IQ quiz. Depending upon your score, as well as other related qualifying factors, you can save up to 41% on your life insurance premiums compared to other providers. Again, that's healthiq.com slash diffs. Let them know that we sent you and start the process with the health IQ quiz. There's no commitment and you'll learn even more about potential opportunities to be rewarded for your commitment to living healthy one more time, healthiq.com slash diffs. Our thanks to Health IQ for supporting Reconcilable Differences and all of Relay FM. So I have uh, a couple of small, maybe just one small. Yeah. Well, so first, mm. first it, it, it has been discussed passive voice style mm-hmm. in the community yes. of the MPU. That there is a possible two possibilities here. One possibility that has been discussed is that washing your towels after each time you use them is a secret weird thing you and or your family do, which we talked about but didn't bin. But I'm going to say potentially a secret weird thing. Jerry's the, out. The multi the multi towel lifestyle. No, well, washing them washing. after a single use. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. The second the second possibility that has also been discussed passive voice style in the MPU community. Mm is that what's really going on is you don't know how often the laundry is done because also you don't know where food comes from. That's why you are royal and, and we survival. are servile. Um, all right. Well, you're going to make me say something that's going to get me in tons of trouble and that's why I've avoided it. We do fluff and fold. I don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, I had a question about your... <laughs> is, that, is that a laundry service? Yes, we don't have the ability to have a right. washer and dryer at our house. But then, we, but, so that, but that's now, now getting the question. whole thing, and I got to talk about landlords. No, not going to do. They yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's. But it still doesn't answer the question of like. Well, that means you probably do know how often laundry is done because you would know. Because I know everything about everything. I run the house, or they let me think I do. They let me think I do. How often do we wash the towels? Here's what I try to do. If it's one that's real stinky, we also have a dehumidifier in our bathroom that runs mm-hmm. and keeps things nice and dry. I try to hang up the ones I can. If they're really grody, they go into the thing. Um, but like if they're not that grody, I fold them up and I put them um, 
put them uh, in the towel area. Not in the clean, clean towel area, but in the not dirty towel area. John Syracuse, I could use the same towel every day over and over for weeks, and it would be fine. It would not bother me at all. But do you? I don't shower that often. I'm, mm. I'm naturally very clean. I'm from Ohio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You lick yourself, I know. Um, the, uh, that. a terrible ASMR podcast. <laughs> Did you see the video of him eating? Oh, the video of him eating. It's so cute. He goes, oh, Oh, you're you're, you're goes, a terrible monster. It's really your cute. other terrible monster. You're you're scaly terrible. All right, let me see if wow, I can do this. Wow, your your cold blooded terrible monster. Boom, nailed it. Cold blooded and oh no, I didn't see that video. Man. I don't. I, I find I find your lizard upsetting. No, come on, you don't mean that. You're just saying that I to do. make funnies. No, I don't. I don't. I don't He's like such looking a sweet at little it. boy. Well, it's a texture not... issue. His skin oh, is. Oh, I see. It's like the. Uh, it's like that thing with the. Uh, like with cones with the, and with camera the Mac lenses. Pro, exactly. But I like ah. the Mac Pro now. But I don't like Bando. Sorry. Oh no, that's fine. And plus, think... all the thing with like, oh, don't kiss him. But then you're touching him, yeah. and he's on all your stuff, and then oh, you put I'd your love stuff. To kiss him it's if like. I could. But you can because he's all over mm. your crap, and then you're touching your crap, and then you're putting your fingers near your mouth. Like it's well, I told all. You, I like, do like a rabbi. I wash before and after. <sighs> no, but like everything in your house is bandoed, is what I'm saying. No, come on. What are you talking about? It's it's, it's pretty man's conjecture all over again. When he first everything in your house has been up a lizard's butt. When, when he, hmm, hmm. We did finally see where the poop comes out. It's pretty wild. He um <laughs> what he does is <laughs> he um he because mostly we just know it as something he sits in and then we have to clean up. Mm, but mm. he's not super smart. But uh he no. um oh yeah, so did you get the video? I'm I'm watching it now. Look at that sweet face. Look at that. Mm. No, it's just mm. it's horrible. It's a, he's a terrible monster. He's eating a salad. Uh huh. He's having uh-huh. some uh, baby kale and arugula. There's no there's no light in those eyes. Oh come on! What he does is when he walks up to something he has an encounter like my pants. He walks up and he goes like this. Mm? He turns his head a little bit and he goes and he, he hits it once with his tongue. And then dip, 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 see dip, that's dip. what I'm saying about oh don't kiss him. But now you got lizard tongue on your pants. Like how do you think that's going down? There are pathogens in this lizard. Kissing is Aren't you the one who's so concerned about making sure you develop um, immuno? Sure, but I'm saying within your belief system of oh, don't kiss it. What I'm telling you is that you're you're worried about kissing, but you're not worried about all the other things, which are so much worse than kissing that your your uh, system is inconsistent. Well, it's complicated. You know what I'm saying? It's it's one thing to say like (laughs) don't French kiss your. It's not a parrot. Well, you don't want to invite trouble on yourself. I mean, again, that's the kind of thing you got to write down on a form in an emergency room. What happened? How'd you get the, whatever it is, trichinosis or whatever? And you're like, well, I Frenched mm-hmm. a pork chop. Well, salmonella. And I don't I, mean I, I let my lizard lick my jeans because it's cute when it's confused. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> Look at me eating this salad. Uh, How long is this video? Maybe it's looping. I That's probably looping. I, uh, that's I, hard I, to tell. I, I, edited, the same it, I edited it down. I edited out us going, oh. He's a precious yes. boy. Yeah, you can yes. leave that in. You—that's how you don't get yas cat if you edit it out. Hey, she, uh, you know she used the um, the death machine. Whoa, I've seen a lot of that death machine. By the way, I don't know. I don't think I've seen your death machine, but yeah. people maybe it's Alex. Alex, been Alex has a death machine. Yeah, Little Robot Three. They sent me a new base for the bottom. They got my help mm-hmm. ticket and sent me a new base. Mm. Got that set up, so it's, it's on Wi-Fi now. And uh, what did you do with the old base? You sent it back to them. Got, I got to FedEx it back tomorrow. Right. Friday's my Thursday. I got to do my Thursday things tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So uh, what else happened is, uh, oh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, it goes, and then it comes out. So, you know, I, I, she's got to be so full of pee and poo because I, I know the places she goes. And I, I hope she hasn't found a new spot that I just haven't discovered yet. 
just gotta be so full. I figure you could find it by, I don't know, maybe it's not, not smelly. You find it by smell if she's got a secret spot where she's... Uh, oh, like where she likes to go and uh, drop a teetle or a tootle? Mm, yeah. I guess. I put the spray. I do the spray to try the go-away spray, but I'm not sure it does much. <sighs> yeah. Positive punishment? Is that what that positive, is? Uh, positive feedback wave. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, closing that bug, we've got... Um, oh, you know what? So you posted... It is said. Oh, also, also... Well, you you intimated that you had a, you talked about me with someone somewhere. You intimated that you had wanted to have discussions. Uh, that, that, you got to narrow that down for me. Well, I don't want just wholesale. I don't want you doing that. Don't talk about. Uh, that don't I talk, talk about, about you. Don't do yeah, that. I do that. I do that about you. You don't do that about me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like the idea of that MPU. I don't, I don't like that at all. Oh, the, you speaking of that thing that that happens all the time. But the, in the wider, like I, I talk you about you me? to. To my to my family, to my extended family. Oh, come uh, but on. This, this was more of an inner circle thing. I don't want to name names. Oh, I do name the names. No, sorry. You're forbidden from doing that, Sean. <laughs> I'll know if this, you did. We in the MPU don't want to be uh, called out. I don't want your flying monkeys to come down upon us. This is like Gamergate all over again. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we were just discussing the towel situation. It is worthy of discussion. All right. It, it has been on people's minds. I, I don't, I don't need, I don't, I'm from Ohio. I don't need that many towels. So the, so the way you can tell, mm-hmm. I suppose, is just where, where, like on a we weekly on? basis, just count them up. Oh yeah. How many, oh, how okay. many clean towels? All right. Divide by. And then you just divide by days, the number of days, days between, in the week. You know, and like, that like, you're, like you're calculating your own gas mileage. You can do yes, it. Yes. Yes. What's your towel mileage like? How many mm-hmm. towels are we going through per day? What do you put per person? Towel. What do you do to put you in these two towels tonight? <laughs> they install that undercoat at the factory. But I did to put you in these three towels tonight. <laughs> oh, they'll put it faster. Um, speaking of uh, pets and, and things people have said, you uh, you posted something that really caught my attention in a Slack, which was that uh, <laughs> you did a excuse me, <laughs> you did a screen grab. What, uh, what the hell was that? Did, did you hear a little bit of it? <laughs> it sounded like another one of the lizard noises. <laughs> He's so cute when he eats a salad. It was like a high pitched and very quiet, kind of like a sound that you'd imagine a lizard making. Like I, I was the, muted, you couldn't hear that in those movies. In the movies, when the, when they show like a lizard opening its mouth, but they do, because it doesn't make any noise, they have right. a sound effect that yeah, they yeah, add. Yeah. It goes like ah, oh, know? that kind of. Ah. Yeah, Empire yeah. Strikes Back, they do it when Luke goes down into the cave. A lizard opens his mouth and they, and they put in the sound. It goes ah, burp. Um. So anyway, I yeah, I heard that saying what your rolls is just rolls, rolls oh, and off the, rolls the sound made in USA MS one 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 mic switch www.rolls.com. Mm-hmm. Tremendous. All right, yeah, you're, all right. So speaking of pets, speaking of pets and electronics. So we, last time that we spoke, it was a fortnight ago, and you were in the lounge with a torch, bringing your lorry to the flat. I was, and uh, you'd posted a thing that made me laugh, and that's what made me cough just now. I remember. Um, you posted a thing that uh, screen grab that would seem to indicate that you have various, um, I don't know, biometric, uh, tracking mechanisms for Daisy as much as you're comfortable discussing this. Uh, could you, could you tell me what, what's going on with, uh, Daisy's technology stack? Well, we talked about this before. Well, I, know about about Daisy, I know about GPS. I know about GPS. You know, with the, yeah, right. you track sometimes the dog and your daughter. If we assume for the sake of argument, she's with the dog, you are by extension tracking her too. Yeah. So okay. she's still got the GPS on her collar it's this Just little gray nose, box right? thingy uh mm-hmm. recently we got her a new one um that has way better battery life unfortunately it's the same size i really wish they would have done the opposite of we're always asking apple to do i really wish they would have like 
made it half the size and tried to maintain the battery life. Instead, they made it the exact same size and it's got like 100 times the battery life. It's ridiculous. It's one of those things that has such long battery life that I used to have like a schedule for recharging it. But now it's so long between it that the schedule is like every 17 and a half days or something. That's so interesting. They wouldn't have done that unless they'd gotten a lot of complaints about that. I mean, it's great. I mean, it's great that the battery life is long, but it, you go so long, you just assume you forget that it even needs to be charged. Right. It tells you on your phone, though, so it hasn't been a problem. But I, I in, in practice, I'm every time it hits seventy percent, I'm like, oh my god, I have to charge, and I put it in the thing, and it's like, oh, it's seventy percent. I, I don't want to ruin the effect, but could you either tell me what the what the thing is called, or send me a link to it so I can see? Yeah, it is Whistle. I always think it's Whisper, and I do oh. a Google search for uh, Whistle, and I never find uh, Whisper, and I never find it. It's Whistle. Whistle Dog Tracker. Yep. And we have the their fancy Whistle, one. Go and go explore GPS pet trackers. <gasps> so now uh, oh, this is independent. This is independent of us buying a new one, but they did a software update that I think still works with the old one too, where it doesn't just track. I mean, they've always tracked like where your dog is and how many steps your dog takes and how many calories. That's it's burning so freaking like funny. But now they also track things like how much your dog is itching, how much your dog is licking. <laughs> they, I mean, obviously they have heuristics of like. If this is on a dog's collar, how does it move when the dog is licking itself? How does it move when the dog is scratching behind its ear? You know, and then it's how, how much does your dog sleep? How many times a night does it wake up? That's amazing. Food portion calculator. Yeah, and then they have a thing of like you tell it the weight and the age and what you're feeding it and how much you should be feeding your dog. I can't and... believe I've never heard of this. This must be such a phenomenon. Wait, we, we can get this for our cat, couldn't we? It's kind of big. Like, that's the other uh, thing about it. Like, the, the size they have, I think, is just at the limit of what it can... I have a 40-pound dog. This thing is whoa. like, all right, it's, oh, it looks okay. And a 40-pound dog, what do you got a chihuahua? You can't put that's this That's seven on or eight of our dog. I think cat, might, cat, I think it might overwhelm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think your cat might be pinned to the ground. So it, it is what I that, guessed. It's a little bit like a Fitbit, uh, but for a dog. That's exactly what it is. Now, I didn't ask for any of these stats. I don't look at them or care about them because at this point my dog is young and healthy and everything's fine. And mm-hmm. when they did come up, it like the, she's on like licking and scratching or on like the the lowest end of the scale all the time. And honestly, I don't need an app to tell me when my dog is scratching or like I would notice. <laughs> like I, I notice when my dog's the consistency of my dog's poop changes slightly because I pick it up with my, I pick it up with my hand every single day and wrapped in a bag. You never know. It might be. It might be like a coffee maker or a microwave where, like, once you got it, you're like, I can never go back now. Yeah. So we're just using it for the GPS functionality. But, yeah, it does have all these stats. And I hope it's keeping a log of them because that would be useful to see, like, mm-hmm. trends or whatever. But who knows where the data is? It, 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 it does not integrate with HealthKit, as you might imagine. <gasps> that would be so sweet to have a doggy HealthKit. You, you keep yeah, track I of agree, flow but see where her flow kit, is. Yeah, but HealthKit is totally, uh, well, no flow because she's uh, fixed. But Well, uh, you don't know that. She might be no. spotting. Is that what it's called? No, I don't, I don't think so. You saying oh, so? Hmm. Was it a full like dog hysterectomy? <laughs> I don't. I don't know the medical details, but I don't know. Well, I mean, there's nothing you, doing you there. apparently had no problem having your dog's junk clipped off. So, like, what? What? <laughs> I we didn't do that. We got her after that was <laughs> we got done. People for that. She, hang on, hang on. She was a rescue. <laughs> All right. Boy, that mute. You couldn't hear that, not, could you? Not doing, not doing you MS any favors. MS would really recommend Can't leave you. all this in. The crank MS, up the game. Crank up the game the on this MS thing. Stuff that he's doing when he's muted. If that's what you're not hearing, imagine what you're not hearing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Do you realize mm-hmm. how sick I am? I haven't eaten yeah, all no. day. I haven't eaten a thing all day. If you hadn't told me that what you were doing was coughing, I would not have guessed it because because the mm. mute switch does such weird things to the frequencies. It oh, sounds yeah. like you're doing something much weirder. Yes, yes, that's fun. That's fun. 
Yeah, I don't know why they can't make something that just cuts the signal completely. It just seems odd to me. There's like all kinds of things in uh, in, in our world where it's either on or off. And in this case, yeah. it's either on or a little on. Well, I mean, it's it's an analog. The switch you have is an analog device, right? Yeah. It's like, so it's like digital, a, almost like a, imagine a stomp box for a yeah, guitar. Yeah, digital is a lot easier to turn off. Oh, that's true. That's analog. true. Analog, you can just attenuate. I suppose you should be able to attenuate it down to nothing, but I don't know. I don't know the details. I imagine it comes out with gate. You know what? No gate this week, Jim. Let it, let it rip. Yeah, that's what I say. Let them all hear it. Jesus Christ. The whistle. Whistle, go explore. Whistle, go explore. Huh, huh, huh. Pretty cool. Yeah, they don't they don't seem to be geared for I mean, forty pound dog is not tiny. Like it's mm. a like a medium sized dog. Uh, but guess, everything they yeah. sell is geared for gigantic dogs. Like the they have the collar that integrates the place where the thing goes on. And I'm like, oh that's good. It'll make it seem uh it won't stick out as much because instead of taking a collar and sticking things on this thing on the collar, then this this instead goes in line with the collar. Do you see that product on their website? Um I see the three different whistles. Uh, they said anyway. They sell a collar yeah, where okay. the thing goes in line with the collar. Oh, like okay. Collar, I see collars you, and you know. accessories. Okay, here we go. Yeah. All right. And I got the smallest one of those collars they sell, and uh-huh. it's huge. It's like for a Great Dane. I'm like, you can't put this on. Wow, this thing's really big. Oh my god! Wait a minute. Okay, I thought it was the size of what? I I, I thought it was maybe an inch and a half across. This thing is. This looks like oh, a, it is. It is an inch and a half across. Well. I'm looking at the one with the person's hands in it, and it's way bigger than I expected. I mean, it's huh. it's like uh, there's there's actually is a slightly smaller one, but uh, the whistle yeah. go is a little bit smaller. The whistle go explore is a little bigger, but it's I don't know. It's like uh, the size of a half of a ring box. Uh, it's hmm. it's smaller than a All golf right. ball for sure. Okay. All right. You you ever regret getting Daisy fixed? You ever think you'd want to reverse that so she? We could didn't ex- get her fixed. We got her after she was fixed. She arrived fixed. They they did they put on that, uh, that we arrived undercoating and, and to a room full of puppies. They <laughs> said, "Here's a bunch of puppies. Do you want to adopt any?" And then we yeah. picked one out. And they'd already they already uh, snipped their uh, snipped all their deck the puppies already. Had had okay. gotten all their shots and had all been fixed. And my grandpa used to keep his cute. cataract in a jar after he had it removed. I always thought no. that was kind of fun. Did you, get, did you get, I guess you arrived too late at that point. You didn't get to keep like a placenta or anything, right? No, too late. I think you plant that and then make a tree. I think that's good luck. Some people cook it up and eat it. It's, that's what they say, but I mean, you make like a borscht. That's, would a, re- you? that's a real thing that happened for, I know. Uh, I know. Yeah, I have, I'm uh, not making fun of it. I'm, I'm in Tallahassee and she's a hippie and she has yes. some friends who did that. I have a healthy attitude about menstruation. Okay, so. <laughs> you have no choice. Ooh, you're right. You're right. They're like nuns. Uh, I was looking at uh, what here. What else we got here? We got, um, oh, we don't, want to, we don't want to talk about window management, do we? What do you want no, to talk no, about? We, we want to talk about one more shorty? Want to do one more shorty? Uh, sure. I mean, I, I, I want to clear out the secret weird thing. So I got. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, go, go, go. Yeah, we got your we got your towels. Got that, got that. Um, the only one, I want to finish my list because I only, only have one item left and I think it's a fast one as Is well. It a bath mat? Yeah. Okay, let me, I'm sorry. I'm, I didn't have the list up. Okay, um, so mine are closed out. Oh, yeah, I got my personal temperature management, and you've got bath mat. I'm pretty sure this isn't weird based on the Instagram ads I keep seeing for that stupid bath mat made of whatever the hell that material is that, that you know, doesn't, you know, never needs to dry or some mm-hmm. magical BS, whatever. But the concept of a bath mat, that there's this smallish towel in the bathroom whose sole purpose is to lay on the floor outside the bath and or shower. Mm-hmm. 
so that when you get out of the bath and or shower after being all wet in it, instead of stepping into the bathroom onto either the tile floor or on those little rug thingies, you step on the bath mat, mm-hmm. which absorbs mm-hmm. water that might be dripping off your body as you dry yourself if you're not studious about drying yourself while you're still in the bath, which is what you should do or the mm-hmm. shower. That's what it's there for. Yeah. And sometimes I take the little bath mat out and I put it down and I step on it and then I hang it up on it and done and do all these things. And I think, hmm. do people use bath mats or is it just me? Mm. They sell them in the store. When you buy a set of towels, you get I think pe- the reasons, towels, I think cloths. a bath mat is very interesting because I think the reasons people buy them and the reasons, the ways that people use them will differ more than is obvious on the face of it. How do... I mean, my options I had in mind were people buy them and they come with the towel sets, but then people never use them. They just right. use the hand towel and the big towel and then maybe the washcloth and that's it. And I was thinking they were just like, oh, bath mat, who uses that? Or people would, would get it and not understand what it's supposed to be for and just try to use it as a weird small body towel or a weird big mm-hmm. hand towel. I mean, the, the reason I think it's got to be common is because when you go to hotels, they always have a bath mat too. But I do wonder... It's a slightly hardier, smaller bath towel. I don't know how much harder it is than at hotels. The crappy hotels we go to, everything is laundered mm. to within the You should go to a Marriott. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I go to expensive hotels, but they seem not to be good. Something about uh, mm. WWDC. Mm. Anyway, um, so I am wondering, am I doing a secret weird thing, which is using a bath mat for its intended purpose? And like nobody else does that. I don't think it's weird at all. But let me just do, quickly address this, and I think we'll, we're going to quickly realize... Do you, do you wash your bath mat every time you use it? I use two bath mats, and I wash them both every time um, by hand. Um, but, 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 so, so, for example, let me give you some scenarios. Like You're going you're gonna to see what basically... I'll, I'll make this quick. What it comes down to is aesthetics and then different kinds of functionality. Then I, and I don't mean to like overly analyze this, but that's the way my brain works, and you ask. So number one, like let's say you're like fancy people in their early 60s who've like fixed up their house and now they've got the giant giant shower and they got the soaking tub and they've got the toto washlet and they got all the things and they often have and that's one of those bathrooms that's almost like a japanese bathroom that's one of those like it's almost it's like it's all shower except there's other things inside the shower there's a toilet in the shower there's a, you know what i mean like everything's mm-hmm. tiled and you can like yeah, right no, those, that's those more what we're talking about here now in that case let's say you would do it in the japanese style you put down like a little bamboo thing because guess what bamboo or similar what's that po- doing for you well it's aesthetic and it shows mm-hmm. that you got a bathroom in your bathroom all right right you're, you're, defi- you're defining the space with it's furniture, not there to like just go drip, drip, drip. okay well let's say let's go back and let's say you're at a dorm and all you have is a stall-ish shower. And then there's very old, very cold tile once you step out of there. Well, I would say at that point, that is primarily being used. And you, most people in that case would use just another towel, probably. It's unless it's their, you know, own room. Anyhow, but in that case, like that's got a functional component because it's a little bit of, I don't want my feet to be cold, but I also want to be dry. And then I think, yes, there are people like, say, my mom, where like it's all carpeted and you buy what they call a bathroom set. And it comes with a thing for Kleenexes. It comes, you know what I mean? The whole carpeted? nine. Carpeted? You don't mean like carpet. Like oh, wall-to-wall I mean, carpet. I mean, I mean, cut, cut to the size of the room. Hell yeah. That's very Ohio. Wall to wall carpeting in a bathroom? No, we could do no full, no, wall to wall is a strong term. It's more like it's cut to the size of your bathroom. And it's, and it's uh, like a it's, single, a single rug? It's a, it's almost like it's the difference between like a hair piece and a full wig. This is a full bathroom 
wig. <laughs> that doesn't seem sanitary. And it wraps around the toilet. You got the toilet. Right. Well, I, and then I mean, they do. The I understand, like the little, the little bath, the little rug thing you can buy for a bathroom that goes by That's the toilet. That's part of we the set, John. Some people have a bathroom in a bathroom. Other people have towels on their towels or All carpet right. on their carpets. That's how you roll in Cincinnati, my friend. So anyway, I don't think it's weird. I think there are lots of different reasons. Okay, look at this. Uh, uh, why do you buy soap? You buy soap so you can wash your hands. Really? Then why is nobody allowed to use the purple one that looks like a shell? Oh, oh we don't have we don't have any non-using soap. But you know people who Jesus I Christ, you're from Long do. Island. I absolutely do. You're from Long do. Island. Yeah, no, I'm familiar with the non-using soap. I'm just saying we don't do that. Well, you have like let's say you got a little dish that looks like a clamshell, and then you fill it up with fake conks, and nobody's allowed to use them. Oh, what about these towels? What's that for? Dry my hands? No, mm-hmm. don't use those. Those are the guest towels. You follow me on this, John? Guest towels, man. That that's. Yeah. Guest towels. No, we don't have those either. Yeah. We don't have room for guest towels. We barely have room for our towels. Well, you know, you could get rid of some of the computers in there. I don't know. No, I mean, I mean the ba- our bathrooms, the square footage of our bathrooms is probably less than the square footage of your bathroom. Like total. Nah, it's not possible. We so, have, we have I don't think that's weird. Bathroom. I don't think that's weird at all. And now one thing interesting, though, you said that uh, you seem to imply, I don't remember your exact words, that when you're done with the shower, you said something like you take, you take the uh, bath mat and put it on the floor. Oh, I uh, know. Hang it back up because I'm I'm just contrasting it to all my children. Well, no, uh-huh. just one. My daughter, when she's done with with her shower, it's not like she does anything with the towels. The bathroom will always be on the floor. The lights will always be on in the bathroom, and the fan will still be on in the yep. bathroom. Yep. She's trying to burn down the house. Do, do your kids um, pause whatever they're watching on TV when they go to another room? Oh, they're probably not allowed with your TV, right? They don't watch TV that much. They're always on okay. their iPads, and they would never; those iPads never leave their body. So why would they ever need to pause? Okay, fair. Uh, but like you know, she, our kid's been sick, and she's been uh, <sighs> watching Grey's Anatomy, and um, so yeah, I feel <laughs> great about, about that. <sighs> she should watch Grey's Anatomy, and then she can watch Killing Eve. After I that. think it's Alex's influence. It's Alex's influence. I think it's fine. But then, like Killing Eve, right after that, because it's a cool. It's like a sequel. Yeah. Steamy and McDreamium, all right. Mm. And so, uh, but no, no, she, then she's still, there's another project somewhere. Like maybe it's time to go pick some rosemary in the yard or mm-hmm. it's time to put Bando on the ramp. But the, the, the TV's still running. We're still running Grey's Anatomy. And I'm like, that's, yeah. that's, I, 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 I mean, your TV is an exception, right? Because it's plasma. But yeah, like, no, you know, I have to pause on my TV. My, my recommended practice. Another way to put it is like, I'm so tired of going over bandwidth every month for stuff like, we just let 4K oh, band- Netflix run for six hours. Bandwidth limits. Oh, my God. Why? You don't have that at Why? all? No. I get what I can. I get what I can. Yeah. yeah. No, if you're, you have, you have OLEDs, you have burning issues, too. So what she should be doing is stopping and turning off a television. If she's There's a leave. thing called, uh, I think it's called Pixel Refresh that you can run that supposedly takes care of that. I'm, I'm aware, but take care of is a strong. Take care of is a strong I've TV word. since the 80s. Oh, I play mm-hmm. video games on this yellow monitor. Ooh, ooh. I got a plan for yellow, everything. Yellow monitor. I don't know. Uh, you know, they say this is a known issue. You go into a lot of uh, a lot of the uh, greatest generations houses, and even with the TV off, which it never is, mm. there's no, a certain it. certain logo in the lower left that is burned into the screen. Have you heard yeah. of this phenomenon? I if just, it happens I mean, to me with MSNBC, I'm going to fill my pockets with stones and walk into the sea. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll be covered by Lawrence O'Donnell. Who's good on the Westling? Westwing? Westling. Okay, let's wrap it up. What else we got? We got one more thing here, don't we? Uh, oh, window management. No, cheer. Got to watch cheer. Oh, are you satisfied with your service? You're satisfied with your care on Bathmat? Yeah, I think so. I, my only other remaining question is those Facebook ads for the super absorbent Bathmat thing. 
I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm not, I'm, I'm trying really hard not to be that guy, but be glad, be glad you don't know. I mean, why am I, here's the thing. I, I mean, why am I getting ads for that? I, like I said, I should be getting ads for expensive kitchen equipment. I don't need, that's what I should be Insta- getting ads for. Instagram bath mat ad. Maybe. Hashtag I mean, bath just, mat. <laughs> it, it looks like a it looks like a big sponge. It looks kind of like a like a Casper mattress for your feet that's kind of thin. Oh. And like, oh, you step on it and the water gets wicked away from you and it instantly oh. evaporates oh. and never gets moldy and Oh, there's lots know, of prank videos you could watch. Scare your roommate with a bloody bath mat. Pranking my wife with bloody bath mat. Bloody bath mat. Bloody bath that's mat. Not, that's not good. These are, these are the people How the these. hell did you strike through in Google Docs? I can never find this. They make every style. It's like bold italic underline, bold italic underline. We know strike through is there. Why are you hiding it? Oh, they always hide it. No, you got to go to format. It's only under format. No, oh, it kills God. me every time. Kills me. But, like, it's right. It's just one more thing. Just do one more thing over there. And you can't always find the T with the slash. I love the T with the slash. Vibrant non-slip bath mats. The anhydrous mat. The anhydrous mat. Ooh, hmm. on Instagram? Could be. Anhydrous. Oh, no the only other bath-related advice I would give at mm-hmm. this point uh, is advice that I didn't know until 20 years ago or whenever I moved into this house uh, that I would highly recommend for people who live in cold climates like New England. And I would never have thought of before. Because okay. I, I lived, you know, li- I lived in New England before I was in this house, and we had what you would imagine you'd have in an old house in New England we used to rent. So, you know, a big cast iron bathtub, right? Bathtub mm. shower. Those are nice. big in New England, right? Uh, shower stalls are a modern invention. Most of the old houses just have a big cast iron bathtub that has a shower thing above it and a curtain around it and all the things, right? And if you've ever lived in a cold place and had one of those, you know, you wake up first thing in the morning in the winter and you go to take a shower. That cast iron bathtub is like, I will now suck all the heat out of your body through your oh, feet. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. The hot water is helps, you know, eventually, right? But when you first get in it, it's, boy, it's just, you know, it's you versus the giant iron beast. And there's lots of extremities. Like, it's mostly cold, but then if you try to make it hot, then it's too hot, and it's no fun. Yeah, and just, like, the, the bottom line is you got to get into your bare feet and step into this freezing cold tub and and wait for it to warm up. Yeah. Especially if you're someone like me who's got cold feet. So what do you do? You heat a bathtub? What do you do? How do you do that? Well... Uh, we moved into this house, and this house is also an ancient New England house, but the people who lived here before us remodeled it in the 80s, and they remodeled it in the 80s style. And the style in the 80s, among other things, was when you're redoing your bathroom, replace your cast iron tub from 1910. <laughs> that old relic. With an 80s tub <laughs> with some, you know... You know, it's, it's 80s colored. It's kind of like angular and weird instead of just being round. Yes. Uh, it's, it's it, got felt, some, it felt modern for a minute. Yeah, exactly. It's got it's got some jets in it that you should never use because they're incredibly unsanitary. But the whole thing, the whole tub is made from, wait for it, mm-hmm. fiberglass. Thin oh. fiberglass. Fiberglass is not going to get too cold. It's not like marble. It marble is 11 degrees best. colder than the room. In that it case. Is, <sighs> it is lightweight. It does not suck the heat out of your body. The mm-hmm. second any remotely warm water hits that thing, it heats right up. It is the ultimate luxury. Fiberglass shower slash bathtub. I know everyone's like, oh, I'm going to build a fancy house in New England. I'm going to sure. have these amazing marble tiles mm-hmm. in my giant don't room fight, size Don't fight shower. physics. Don't let physics help you. I mean, if you can go really big and you mm-hmm. have a lot of money, you can get the tile, the ceramic tile with heated heating underneath it. Mm-hmm. That obviously, if you can do that, go for that. Because I, I, I right? stayed with some friends for a couple of days in uh, near near Portland, and that was my first heated bathroom floor. 
Yeah, that's I mean that's the good stuff. That's, that's good stuff. Whoa. But that is that's spendy. But fiberglass bathtubs fiberglass are bathtubs. incredibly out of favor and hmm. are ugly and nobody wants them. But let me tell you, I I'm thankful every day during the winter that we have an ugly '80s fiberglass bathtub. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't mute that cough. You never let me hear your coughs. I'm waiting for a four syllable cough. Just once. <laughs>